0: and finding new ones along the way. Welcome to the Habit Thrive Podcast, a podcast for women in their me now years. Each week, we create habits, routines, and rituals to reclaim our power and our awesomeness to live our best chapters yet. This week, we are transitioning from our rest and reset period in January and opening our hearts to the energy of February. Days are getting longer. The month is shorter, and everywhere you look, there are hearts and chocolate. This calls for a month of love. And because we are all about habits, routines, and rituals here on the Habit Thrive Podcast, we're going to be digging into our love habits and routines, starting with ourselves. And for me, one of my acts of self-love is embracing this time of my life to call this stage my me now years. You can be in your me now years whenever you want. It doesn't have to be when the kids are out of the house or you have retired, but this is often the time we tend to start to even dream about the concept of our me now years. Give it a try. When you say the phrase me now years, years, does it make you stand tall, take a breath in, pump your arms in the air and say, yes, this is my time? Or do you say it not as loud and not truly understanding what it means yet, not perhaps quite feeling it yet? On that note, let me read you a description that I found online of the me now years. Yes, it's a searchable term. <laughs> so so who knew? And I love that. This is a description online and I'm using it word for word. The me now years, the time in our lives where we prioritize our personal well-being, interests and desires. It's a time when we're no longer confined by societal expectations, family obligations, or the pressures of our earlier years. Instead, we focus on what makes us happy, content, and fulfilled. <sighs> Just let that sit for a moment. And actually, I'm, I'm going to repeat it because I'd, like I'd, I'd like you to really let this sit, okay? So, our me now years, the time in our lives when we prioritize our personal well being, interests, and desires, it's a time when we're no longer confined by societal expectations, family obligations, or the pressures of our earlier years. Instead, we focus on what makes us happy, content, and fulfilled. Now, as you breathe and let that sink and settle, be ready for the pushback. (laughs) (laughs) Not just from family members and even friends, because yes, this involves some change in your life, but even from yourself. Let me explain. When I started my podcast a year and a half ago now, I floated two titles out there. And one of them was a podcast for women in their me now years. As I was floating that out and saying it out loud, one of my sons overheard me kind of saying this because I was just trying it on, seeing how it felt. And of course I do record my podcasts over and over again. So sometimes they hear them. One of my sons who was away at university and still away at university at the time said, your me now years, What about me? And I laughed. I said, all good, honey. It's still about you. I'm still a mom. (laughs) But truly, these were the comments that were coming in as I floated this title out into my Facebook groups. I got some, hmm, not sure. What does it mean? I had some people saying, yeah, it's never going to happen. Sounds like a fantasy. And this one came up a few times. Isn't it kind of selfish? Really, because we're still moms, we're still daughters and or, you know, and wives and all of that. It was just an interesting process. The other side of it, I had other people saying though, because again, mixed reviews as I said. I had other people saying, "Absolutely. I love that title. I get it. I am all in." I am ready to be more, insert name, right? So Lori, more Lisa, more Cheryl, more me out in the world. The truth is that... For many of us, though, we are somewhere in between, especially at the beginning of a process, right? Especially as we are perhaps kind of, and I'm that way now. I'm still partly working, and the kids are out of the house, and then they're back in the house. And so I'm in that kind of in-between place as well, but I am really trying this on. And that's what I am suggesting, only because I've been playing with this process. You're just kind of trying that on. Write it out. Say it out loud. Talk to your girlfriends about it, right? Like, are you in your me now years? It's a really interesting discussion. And right now, personally, I think it's a beautiful act of self love to start to be thinking if you're not already living this concept and a perfect way to start February. So the three aspects of our me now years that I would like to examine, let's say a little bit more, number one, How we got to this place of being able to reclaim our me now years. Number two, how do we embrace this time of our lives? Number three, challenges to embracing this time of our lives and how to overcome them. So. I decided as I started to do this podcast episode this week that this is way more than one podcast episode. So I'm just going to be floating some of this information out to you because I really want it to to sit with you to kind of percolate this week and it's not just going to be for the month of February because I'm, I'm really, for myself included, this is transformational stuff and when we dig into it, it's it's just so much fun. So I'm going to float some of this out this week, definitely next week in the second episode of February, dig in a little bit more and then we'll see where we are. So I'm going to start with number one. So how we got to this place of being able to be here now. And some of you may not be quite here yet as you're listening to the podcast. And truly, I know some of you are in your 80s if not there might be 90s and we have to the 40s now if I'm missing anybody in here I don't think there's anybody well I shouldn't I have no idea actually (laughs) I only know by um, when I'm hearing from you from my listeners but you can grab let's say, little pieces of me now years, as you look at your self-care and your self-love, it's like you are setting yourself up. And I actually quite like that. I just thought of that like on the spot right now, that if you are in your 30s, your 40s, your early 50s, when you start to think about that concept of what does it mean to be a little bit more about me? right? Can I set myself up here a little bit more? It's like we get into retirement and the kids leave and we're sitting here. and We're like, what now? But if you do a little bit of pre-work, <laughs> a little bit of pre-contemplation of what this time is going to look like for you, when it happens, you've actually got some things set up. So there might not be things set up, let's say structurally or physically, but in your mind, And in your heart, you are ready. And you might have actually had, yeah, some little things set up for you to be able to dive right in. So I love that. Okay. So I'm going to come back to just a little bit of how did we, how did we get there? And I'm going to speak to it actually from an Ayurvedic perspective as well, because the energy of the elements in terms of how we move through the seasons of our lives actually sets us up. And again, when we're aware, it sets us up for this midlife. And whatever midlife is to you, I've had a hard time kind of putting an age to it. I think, it, I think it's, I don't know, it's kind of a, um, it's a bit of a, of a range for sure. And so what it is, whatever it means to you, but just for the purposes of describing kind of early years, adulthood, and then midlife, I put that in there. So our early years, our childhood, teenage years, late teenage years, and that we're actually in the spring time of our lives. And so from an Ayurvedic perspective, we are in the Kappa time which means that it's the spring of our lives. We are springing forward, we are growing, we are expanding, we are testing. <laughs> testing as I push through this you know, particular layer of soil, you think of it as, as a seed actually, kind of poking your head forward, kind of coming back. So the early years, and it's all about actually when you think about the springtime and you think about watering and the seeds and the plants and we're flourishing and it's a very gooey time actually, especially in early childhood, right? Lots of flus and colds and gooeiness and water and heaviness as we emerge out of our childhood time. Um, and into early adulthood. So it's, it's, this is what I love about Ayurveda. It just, it makes so much sense. Okay, so those are, the, those are the Kappa years. Then we move into our adult years. And so whenever that is, and that's been a real range lately. <laughs> it's like, and that's a whole other podcast in terms of when are we adults. I have two boys who are yet 25 <laughs> So it's a really, really interesting time. You think about adulthood as our Pitta time, P-I-T-T-A. So that is our fire and water, very much focused on the the energy of building. We are using the fire in terms of that push forward. I'm going to move forward in my career. We're gonna have a family, going to build a house. All of these things that take energy, take a lot of decisions, take a lot of Pitta energy. So it's a very much a, a fire time in our lives. So as we move into, let's say, the next season of our lives, there's a little bit of a crossover here. So let's say from an Ayurvedic standpoint, we'll say the last season of our lives or the fall. So let me go back to our adulthood and our pitta. That is the summer of the season of our lives. And then we move into the fall of our lives, which is vata. And vata is air and ether. It's... um, it's a time it's a reflective actually time as well a kind of um, turning in time and this is only my own personal perspective as i'm moving myself actually through a training as well in ayurveda oh my gosh i love it so much and so we're really digging into this right now and so those transition times as you come into midlife i would say early into our 50s and 60s and for goodness sakes, it could be into your eighties or nineties that you still have that pitta, you still have that that fire, that energy. We have people just listening to an author who's eighty nine, and she just wrote her I don't know how her you know whatever book. I don't know if it was her second book or third book or tenth book, but she just wrote a book, eighty nine, and so that takes some pitta. That's not a, that's not all reflection, and so our midlife years in that range. I'm going to give a range of 50 to a 100, right? You've got some pitta in there, but we also have that balance of that like kind of reflective time. Again, we have that wisdom as we come into the fall of our lives and we're transitioning through there. And so you get to decide. You get to say, yeah, like in terms of what I want to do right now, You don't want to kick back and and relax. And that can happen right away when you retire. You get to choose. And so that is part of this is the time. This is the me now years, potentially at this time. If we decide to claim it, if we decide to say it out loud and put whatever we need to put into place in our own mindset, and the people around us to really really embrace this time. So it is again really interesting to look at it from the seasons of our lives from the energy of the elements because again we are absolutely connected to nature to all of the elements and when we are in harmony with nature, and the seasons as they happen, and as we go through the seasons of our lives, we have a flow. It is that concept again of the universe having our back, nature having our back. And when we play with that, explore that, and notice that, it becomes that much stronger. So that actually was all number one. This is why I'm saying we need a couple of episodes for this. Okay, So that is, how did we get to this place now? as we moved through um, childhood to adulthood to uh, midlife and beyond, right? We went through particular seasons. Now, the question is, how do we embrace this time of our lives? And we're gonna dig into this a little more, but I'd like you to think about these concepts of, of self-discovery, right? Exploring our passions and our interests and our, and our hobbies. And then were, were there things that we've put on our bucket list that we've, that we've thought of that we said, I wanna do this course. I wanna do my yoga training. I cannot believe when I think about my yoga and Pilates with the particular training that I did, how many women were retired and doing this. Right, because it could, and very often it was for themselves as well. Some of them went on to teach, but it was like, yeah, I just want to do this for myself. So, what are the trainings and the courses? And perhaps you're going to start a a podcast or write a book, start another business, or or you're you're going to kick back. Especially, I'm going to. That's again, it's really interesting to have that that downtime, right? As you come into your that early retirement just to kind of assess all of this, but it is a time of self-discovery, of prioritizing your mental and physical health. My hope is that, let's say, the physical health perspective, things didn't get put on the back burner until retirement, but I have to say, often that happens. But digging into that at the beginning, digging in and making sure all those tests are up to date because it's crazy when we think especially where we are here in Northern Ontario we're like okay well I have to go there I have to drive to Toronto I have to go to Timmins I have to go to North Bay to do all these I don't have time to do this right now I'm working I'm looking after my family right and so in a couple of years when I'm retired but it's all about awareness again when we make decisions coming back and saying, okay, is this the best decision right now? Do I actually want to deal with all of this right now? So that again, when retirement comes and I'm ready, I'm, I'm ready. Like I'm not spending a couple of years following up on physical health. So that is again, that, that's not straightforward. That is a gray area. But the important thing about that is just to, to be very intentional about our decisions. Whether it's just before we're getting into that state, that me now year or years, okay, or you're there and you're like, yeah, now I'm really going to focus on this because I want to be healthy to move forward. So again, in these me now years, we have self-discovery, we are prioritizing our mental and physical health. We might be coming back to some relationships. And I mean even relationships of, it could be someone you're in the house with (laughs) and saying, okay. We need to come to some some more work around this right now we 've got time to do this let 's let 's nurture this relationship. It could be friends that you 've got you 're out of touch with right over the years as you were building your family and your life so it is that time of building relationships and of course, travel and adventure and volunteering and all these things that can come into play. But I do want to dig into this more because often we hear like we'll read articles in uh, and blogs that come across but over the course of the next couple of episodes I really want to dig into these areas but I want to float them out there right now again you might be some of you I know when you're listening to my podcast you're writing in your journal or you're writing in your planner which I think is so cool Um, and others you're just kind of taking this in on your walk or, or your ski or sometimes your drive and then you're going to come back to it so this is how I like to look at that Okay, so that is the area of, okay, so what can I do in my me now years and what does it mean? Now, the third, let's say concept, after we've talked about how we got here, what we can potentially do in our me now years, the third concept that I really, really want to take a full episode to come into is that, is what are the barriers? To our me now years to even saying the phrase my me now years those barriers those challenges maybe can come from as I mentioned earlier friends family but very often they come from us they come from our resistance if we make decisions for ourselves how is that going to affect our kids Our grandchildren our spouses everything around us because as women that is what we do and so it's a little bit of a tough one but I do want to dig into that at the same time I'm floating this out there for the week because there's a lot around these me now years it's not just a phrase and do you embrace it or not embrace it can be very intentional every single one of us everybody who is listening right now we have a different description maybe a different scenario around our me now years and it doesn't have to be the same so let's say you are anywhere from 50 to 65 right now as you're listening in that range your me now years can mean something totally different, let's say from 50 to 60. And then from 60 to 70, 70 to 80. So as we move through the second chapter of our lives from 50 to 100, your me now description can change year to year. It can change decade to decade. But we don't think about that. Because even when we come into our retirement and empty nesting and me now years, the only patterns that we know are the patterns that we have done in the past. So we very often will go forward repeating the same things, the same patterns, the same might I say habits and routines. That's when habits and routines, again, we have to be very intentional and say, are they serving me right now? I did these when I was working. I don't need to do these right now. Or these are my new habits, routines, and rituals. But it takes a lot of energy and awareness to call those out and to change, to change something that we're doing on a daily basis because we want a different result right? That definition of frustration, of unhappiness, doing the same thing over and over and over again, and expecting a different result. So that really, again, speaks to our patterns, to our mindset. And so there's just a lot to contemplate and to think about. And with openness and joy, because sometimes, and I totally get that too, we are thinking forward about this, and we we feel anxious, and we feel like, I'm not even going there. I'm not even going to start to think about that because if it doesn't happen the way that I want it to happen and the way that I'm visualizing, and this is an issue with vision boards, for example, right, our resistance to doing vision boards, and just honor that in yourself. Honor that that is absolutely a possibility and it arises in all of us to a degree. So over the course of the next week, or however, right over the course of the next year, however this works for you, just thinking about me now years. Breathe it in, meditate on it, journal on it. And we're gonna dig into this because again, in this month of February, and whenever you're listening to this, it certainly doesn't have to be February, but it is the ultimate act of self-love to think about yourself in this world, so. Let's breathe that life force energy and let's breathe that prana in as we inhale and fill up, exhale and ground and feel that inner strength and spirit and fire. Have fun exploring and I'll talk to you again next week if you love this episode, I guarantee you're going to love exploring all the amazing opportunities that await us in reclaiming our awesomeness together. So come on over to my Facebook group, Women's Wellness Community for Women Wanting to Rock Their Me Now Years, or let's connect over on Instagram at HabitGuru365 and make the Habit Guru podcast your healthy new habit.